Part Nine, Chapter One of Indian Boyhood by Charles Eastman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part Nine: More Legends, Chapter One: A Legend of Devil's Lake. After the death of Smoky Day, Old Weyuha was regarded as the greatest storyteller among the Wapiton Sioux. Tell me, good Weyuha, a legend of your father's country i said to him one evening for i knew the country which is now known as north dakota and southern manitoba was their ancient hunting ground i was prompted by uncheeda to make this request after the old man had eaten in our lodge many years ago he began as he passed the pipe to uncle we travelled from the otter tail to minnewakan devil's lake at that time the mound was very distinct where chotanka lies buried the people of his immediate band had taken care to preserve it this mound under which lies the great medicine man is upon the summit of minnewakan chante the highest hill in all that region it is shaped like an animal's heart placed on its base with the apex upward the reason why this hill is called minnewakan chante or the heart of the mysterious land i will now tell you it has been handed down from generation to generation far beyond the memory of our great-grandparents it was in chotanka's line of descent that these legends were originally kept but when he died the stories became everybody's and then no one believed in them it was told in this way i sat facing him wholly wrapped in the words of the storyteller and now i took a deep breath and settled myself so that i might not disturb him by the slightest movement while he was reciting his tale we were taught this courtesy to our elders but i was impulsive and sometimes forgot a long time ago resumed weyuha the red people were many in number and they inhabited all the land from the coldest place to the region of perpetual summer time it seemed that they were all of one tongue and all were friends all the animals were considered people in those days the buffalo the elk the antelope were tribes of considerable importance the bears were a smaller band but they obeyed the mandates of the great mystery and were his favorites and for this reason they have always known more about the secrets of medicine so they were held in much honor the wolves too were highly regarded at one time but the buffalo elk moose deer and antelope were the ruling people these soon became conceited and considered themselves very important and thought no one could withstand them the buffalo made war upon the smaller tribes and destroyed many so one day the great mystery thought it best to change the people in form and in language he made a great tent and kept it dark for ten days into this tent he invited the different bands and when they came out they were greatly changed 
and some could not talk at all after that however there is a sign language given to all the animals that no man knows except some medicine men and they are under a heavy penalty if they should tell it the buffalo came out of the darkened tent the clumsiest of all the animals the elk and moose were burdened with their heavy and many-branched horns while the antelope and deer were made the most defenceless of animals only that they are fleet of foot the bear and the wolf were made to prey upon all the others man was alone then when the change came the great mystery allowed him to keep his own shape and language he was king over all the animals but they did not obey him from that day man's spirit may live with the beasts before he is born a man he will then know the animal language but he cannot tell it in human speech he always retains his sympathy with them and can converse with them in dreams i must not forget to tell you that the great mystery pitched his tent in this very region some legends say that the miniwakan chante was the tent itself which afterward became earth and stones many of the animals were washed and changed in this lake the miniwakan or mysterious water it is the only inland water we know that is salt no animal has ever swum in this lake and lived tell me i eagerly asked is it dangerous to man also yes he replied we think so and no indian has ever ventured in that lake to my knowledge that is why the lake is called mysterious he repeated i shall now tell you of chotanka he was the greatest of medicine men he declared that he was a grizzly bear before he was born in human form weyuha seemed to become very earnest when he reached this point in his story listen to chotanka's life as a grizzly bear as a bear he used to say my home was in sight of many wankan chante i lived with my mother only one winter and i only saw my father when i was a baby then we lived a little way from the chante to the north among scattered oak upon a hillside overlooking the miniwakan when i first remember anything i was playing outside of our home with a buffalo skull that i had found nearby i saw something that looked strange it walked upon two legs and it carried a crooked stick and some red willows with feathers tied to them it threw one of the willows at me and i showed my teeth and retreated within our den just then my father and mother came home with a buffalo calf they threw down the dead calf and ran after the queer thing he had long hair upon a round head his face was round too he ran and climbed up into a small oak tree my father and mother shook him down but not before he had shot some of his red willows into their sides mother was very sick but she dug some roots and ate them and she was well again it was thus that chotanka first taught the use of certain roots for curing wounds and sickness weyuha added one day 
he resumed the grizzly's story when i was out hunting with my mother my father had gone away and never came back we found a buffalo cow with her calf in a ravine she advised me to follow her closely and we crawled along on our knees all at once mother crouched down under the grass and i did the same we saw some of those queer beings that we called two legs riding upon big-tailed deer ponies they yelled as they rode toward us mother growled terribly and rushed upon them she caught one but many more came with their dogs and drove us into a thicket they sent the red willows singing after us and two of them stuck in mother's side when we got away at last she tried to pull them out but they hurt her terribly she pulled them both out at last but soon after she lay down and died i stayed in the woods alone for two days then i went around to many wakanchante on the south side and there made my lonely den there i found plenty of hazelnuts acorns and wild plums upon the plains the teepsina were abundant and i saw nothing of my enemies one day i found a footprint not unlike my own i followed it to see who the stranger might be upon the bluffs among the oak groves i discovered a beautiful young female gathering acorns she was of a different band from mine for she wore a jet black dress at first she was disposed to resent my intrusion but when i told her of my lonely life she agreed to share it with me we came back to my home on the south side of the hill there we lived happy for a whole year when the autumn came again Woshepi, for this was her name said that she must make a warm nest for the winter and i was left alone again now said wayuha i have come to a part of my story that few people understand all the long winter chotanka slept in his den and with the early spring there came a great thunderstorm he was aroused by a frightful crash that seemed to shake the hills and lo a handsome young man stood at his door he looked but was not afraid for he saw that the stranger carried none of those red willows with feathered tips he was unarmed and smiling i come said he with a challenge to run a race whoever wins will be the hero of his kind and the defeated must do as the winner says thereafter this is a rare honor that i have brought you the whole world will see the race the animal world will shout for you and the spirits will cheer me on you are not a coward and therefore you will not refuse my challenge no replied chotanka after a short hesitation the young man was fine-looking but lightly built we shall start from the chante and that will be our goal come let us go for the universe is waiting impatiently exclaimed the stranger he passed on in advance and just then an old old wrinkled man came to chotanka's door he leaned forward upon his staff my son he said to him 
i don't want to make you a coward but this young man is the greatest gambler of the universe he has powerful medicine he gambles for life be careful my brothers and i are the only ones who have ever beaten him but he is safe for if he is killed he can resurrect himself i tell you he is great medicine however i think that i can save you listen he will run behind you all the way until you are within a short distance of the goal then he will pass you by in a flash for his name is zigzag fire lightning here is my medicine so speaking he gave me a rabbit skin and a gum of a certain plant when you come near the goal rub yourself with the gum and throw the rabbit skin between you he cannot pass you and who are you grandfather chotanka inquired i am the medicine turtle the old man replied the gambler is a spirit from heaven and those whom he outruns must shortly die you have heard no doubt that all animals know beforehand when they are to be killed and any man who understands these mysteries may also know when he is to die the race was announced to the world the buffalo elk wolves and all the animals came to look on all the spirits of the air came also to cheer for their comrade in the sky the trumpet was sounded the great medicine drum was struck it was the signal for a start the course was around the miniwakan that means around the earth or the ocean everywhere the multitude cheered as the two sped by the young man kept behind chotanka all the time until they came out once more in sight of the shantay then he felt a slight shock and he threw his rabbit skin back the stranger tripped and fell chotanka rubbed himself with the gum and ran on until he reached the goal there was a great shout that echoed over the earth but in the heavens there was muttering and grumbling the referee declared that the winner would live to a good old age and zigzag fire promised to come at his call he was indeed great medicine weyuha concluded but you have not told me how chotanka became a man i said one night a beautiful woman came to him in his sleep she enticed him into her white teepee to see what she had there then she shut the door of the teepee and chotanka could not get out but the woman was kind and petted him so that he loved to stay in the white teepee then it was that he became a human born this is a long story but i think oyeza that you will remember it said weyuha and so i did end of part nine chapter one